0: Praise the Lord! Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church where a man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ, cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the Word of God.
1: We are still on our topic, harnessing the glory life. and we are not at any point in time moving from the sonship matrix praise god hallelujah yes so today i'm going to do part 3a i will do a and b so b next week now i'm going to do part 3a on the sonship matrix and i am talking about the sonship inheritance of the firstborn amen the sonship inheritance of the firstborn. Amen. We started with talking about the sonship mandates of the firstborn. How many of us were here? And then we talked about last week the sonship identity of the firstborn. Glory to God. And today we are going to talk about the first part of the sonship inheritance of the firstborn amen the sonship inheritance of the firstborn you know there is a word called or mentioned through a primogeniture which actually is a word standing for the firstborn the position of the firstborn or the eldest son of the children of the same parents hallelujah amen so anytime we talk about the firstborn we've said it over here it is not just birth but it is actually a position it is actually a certain placement amen and the rights of the firstborn okay the firstborn of every family especially in the jewish custom or in the bible days Um, The firstborn of every family actually has a certain right. Amen. The firstborn of every family has a what? Has a right. And the right of the firstborn is what we call birthright. Say with me, birthright. Hallelujah. The right of the firstborn is what we call birthright. And birthright, you know, connotes privileges and expectations of the firstborn. So anytime we are talking about birthright, we are talking about privileges. Amen. We are talking about expectations. We are talking about setting uh, 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 responsibilities that go with the position of the firstborn. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. Setting positions and um, certain privileges sorry that go with the position of the firstborn so the rights of the firstborn the rights of the position of the firstborn is what we call birthright. rights you understand it now the right of the position is the birthright. rights so when we are talking about birth rights uh, it is the same word that also brings us inheritance. Amen. The same word also brings us heritage. So when we are talking about the inheritance of the firstborn, we are talking about the rights, the privileges that go with the position of the firstborn. Praise the Lord. The privileges that go with the position Of the firstborn. And you must understand that this birthright of the firstborn also places a demand on the firstborn. Amen. I am not talking about firstborn in the order of birth. You know, we we talked about it. I am talking about firstborn in the sense of choice, in the sense of placement. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God in Christ Jesus has chosen you and I to become his firstborn. To occupy a certain position in God. To occupy the place of the first. Not the first in order of arrangement, but then the first in kind. So he says that if anyone be in christ he is a new kindness he is a new creature hallelujah he is the firstborn one that has not happened before you are an original say i am an original hallelujah no you have to say it with conviction say i am an original you are not a copy of any other you are an original Glory to God. Your reference is only in God and not what somebody has become before. Amen. And this position also brings unto us a certain demand to conduct ourselves. Praise God. To conduct ourselves according to the nature. And to the profile that is attendant to the firstborn. So, the firstborn has a certain profile that goes with the position. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We talked about it last week in the sonship identity of the firstborn. There's a certain identity. As God is, so are you. Hallelujah. There is a certain profile that goes with the position of the firstborn. And the birthright of the firstborn demands that anyone who stands in that position must live according to that profile. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anyone that is called into the position of the firstborn must live according to that profile, must live according to that identity, must live according to that arrangement of God. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when you call yourself a son of God, there is a certain demand that is placed on you by reason of who you are. Hallelujah. By reason of who you are, the firstborn is to ensure the integrity, the purity, and the permanence or the perpetuation or the continuation of divine purpose in his generation so you are a steward of a divine mandate we've talked about it make sure you get those messages hallelujah praise god the firstborn son is a steward of a divine purpose a divine mandate in his generation so there is something you live for glory to god there is something you live for. There is something you give your life for. Amen. If you do not see yourself in this position, you will only be existing and living to aspire time. Praise God. A lot of us, we only live to occupy space. We only live to, to you know, expend resources. But we have not yet identified ourselves in the position that God has ordained for us. The position of the son. Are you I me? Mean? We have not yet, yet identified ourselves with the profile of the sons of God. I've told you yes, sonship is not a, 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 a gender-based term. It is a positional, functional-based term. Do you get a point here? So it is who you are, not what gender you are. What you functionally are. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? You know, there are certain functions of life that go beyond gender. For example, the function of digestion. There is no different way a man's digestive system is different. There is no way a man's digestive system is different from that of a woman. I hope you understand me. Hallelujah. There is no way a a, a man's respiratory system is different from that of a woman. Do you get the point? There is no way a man's excretory system is different from that of a woman. It is the same. So there are certain functions. As a matter of fact, the, the most critical functions... Of the living being has nothing to do with gender do you get it it gender is superficial I with me it is all. It's superficial so anytime you you make a debate based on gender you are not going deeper into the essence of life that is why God has never reflected himself in the sense of gender he is both male and he is also female. In his functionality, he he functions with he functions after every norm of existence. Hallelujah! He is just, which if you want to uh, you know connect your gender, you would probably connect that one to the male. The same God who is strict is the same God who is merciful. I with me. If you if you join us in fitness in the word, you will understand it better. Where we are dealing with the tree of life, and we are dealing with the male, the feminine, and then the, the, the masculine versions, and we are understanding duality and how you know on one level there is there are normally two things working. They are not working against each other, they work to create balance. Hallelujah. So you know, so you have to come to, you have to grow to that point in God where gender is the least thing that bothers you gender is God's system of balance it is not anything else again it is God's system of words of balance amen yeah so anytime people skew to one side it just creates imbalance that is why you know it says an imbalance society when men are sleeping with men or women are sleeping with women eventually they create a society which has no balance no matter what hallelujah no science can can cater for that kind of imbalance no technology can cater for it. Are you with me? Hallelujah! No technology. There is no technology that manufactures a sperm. If a woman decides to marry a woman, no technology. They will still have to. Go, even if they want to give birth, they will still have to go for a seed from a masculine. There is no no lab in, in the world yet which puts magnesium and calcium and whatever together to create a seed. Praise God! Hallelujah! So when we're talking about sonship, we are talking about a neutral position in God that highlights and reveals our place in God. Hallelujah. I ah, yeah. yeah. So the, 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 the son has a certain mandate. The son has a certain identity and the son also has a certain heritage and that is what we are going to be talking about today heritage say with me heritage and the same word heritage is the word from which we get the the word hair so when we say that somebody has a heritage that means that the person is is, is a hair to something hallelujah the person is a hair to something. It's a heir to something that has been, that has been laid down. Something that, that has been provided. You are a heir. So that thing becomes your heritage. And the word the heir is from the Greek word. Let's do it from Greek. The word the heir is from the Greek word kleronomos. Which is a compound word from kleros and nemo. Hallelujah. The word kleros actually means lots. And the word nemo means to hold in one's power or to distribute. So when we're talking about a hair or clenomus, what we mean is that inheritance that is divided by lots. The word lots also means portion. Amen. So inheritance means division into portions. So it's like uh, buying pizza. Hallelujah. I think so today we are going to take pizza. Amen. So when we close, make sure you hang around. Hallelujah. So, you see, when, when you buy pizza, they divide it into many parts. I'm sure everybody, even if you have not eaten pizza, you have seen some. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so they divide it into parts, triangular parts. Amen. So, the part, each part is actually called a lot. So, when we're talking about a hair, a hair is somebody who has a part in an inheritance. i you getting the point here, so, when you are a heir of something, that means that you have a part in that thing. And the same word, when we're talking about nemo, which means to hold in one's power or to the ability to distribute, it also suggests the idea of possession or ownership, such that you have the right to distribute, you have the right to share. You get it? Don't forget the, 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 the parable of um, the prodigal son. Hallelujah. I don't know why you call it the problem of the prodigal son, but I think the guy was smart enough and he understood his rights. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, he understood his rights because he 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 was just as much wrong as the elderly son who also stayed with the inheritance and never took a portion or never took part of it. And rather, you know, complained to the father. We normally throw the light on the son who took his portion and forget about the son who actually stayed with the portion yet never made use of it like we have in church. There are a lot of us, we are not prodigal yet, but we are, we are we, let me in quote, we are useless. Not useless as one word, useless. Praise God. A lot of us are actually, we are actually more, uh, 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 what do you call it, we are guilty of the mistake of the elderly son than the mistake of the younger son praise god hallelujah there are a lot of us with anointings and graces yet we are like the elderly son oh god i have been serving you and i have been praying and i have not seen anything in my life is that not what you are (laughs) hallelujah that's what the elderly son was doing but I have been with you. You, know, and you are not giving me a fowl. You are not giving me chicken. <laughs> you are not giving me anything to enjoy. This guy took his portion. He went to uh, spoil everything, waste everything. He comes back and you throw a party for him. And he was angry. And that is what a lot of us are. A lot of us are angry when people are sharing testimony and we are saying, why is it not me? And we are asking you, what have you done with the gift? All this while you have been anointed, all this while the grace has been on you. So it is not a parable of the prodigal son. Amen. What, what can we call it? <laughs> the parable of the what? Of the word, Of the smart son. Or oh, let's turn it to the other one, the elderly one. The parable of the Lord. Of the your son. Oh. <laughs> but do you agree with me that a lot of us are actually guilty of the of the problem or let me call it the mistake of the elderly son than the mistake of the prodigal son. Especially those of us in church. And I am speaking to people in church. I'm not speaking to people who are prodigal yet. Amen. You are here. Hallelujah. Praise God. But you see, the thing is this, this guy understood that he had a portion. And the glorious thing about inheritance is that inheritance doesn't only work after the death of the testator. So even before the father will die, this guy goes to the father and says, I want, I want my portion. So a heir is somebody who has a portion of the lot, of the inheritance. He has a lot in the inheritance. And not only does he have the portion, but he also has the right to distribute. He has the power to share it with whomever he chooses. Glory to God. So when we are talking about inheritance, we want to first of all establish the fact that as a son, you are a hare say i am a hair not hair as in hair and his hair h-e-i-r as a son i am a hair so this sunday and next sunday we are going to investigate and understand the the portions of our inheritance hallelujah the portions of what so i am going to talk about the 12 multi powered inheritance of the sons. 12. It is like pizza that has been divided into what? Into 12. 12 slices. Yeah, yeah, Some of slices. I'm sure it's not been long he ate pizza, so he, he had the right word. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So a big pizza, let's say a family size pizza. I am I'm not just I'm prophesying what God is going to do with us this afternoon. I hope I hope Francis is listening to this prophecy. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that the, the fathers dream dreams and the, the sons they have visions. You know, so when the fathers are talking about the dreams, the sons must see visions. And you see, those who see vision, the Bible says they run with the vision. Somebody hearing something, yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? That is the son. The son is the one who sees what the father is dreaming, so that he can run. Anytime you see a son running, he has seen something. When the son is running and he has not seen anything, he is up for destruction. I hope you will not be destroyed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God.
0: Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you're enjoying this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, in Leshebi of the Ashaiman Lungwa Highway for our Sunday glory celebration service at 8 a.m. and our prayer line service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to The Message.
1: Are you here with me? Hallelujah. So the 12 multi-powered inheritance of sonship. So today I will do four quickly, quickly. So I'm now coming to start the sermon. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, you are not exciting at all. Are you here with me? The 12 multi powered inheritance. I'm going to talk about 12 things today. I'll talk about four, and then next week, Sunday, I'll talk about the eight. The first inheritance number one, the son is an heir of an excellent name. Hallelujah! We are heirs of an excellent name. Glory to God! We are heirs of an excellent name we have inherited a certain identity and i want this thing to settle in your spirit are you here with me you know bishop you you get the point you must settle this look if you don't settle certain things in your heart right now oh you'll be a wanderer on this earth hallelujah you will only be a statistic amen are you here with me You must understand that you are a son of God. You have been called. You are a joint heir with Christ. You are seated together. You are as God is. And when this identity is settled with you, you must now enter into the place of practical engagement where you deal with inheritance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you deal with what? Inheritance. And your first inheritance as a son of God is the inheritance of an excellent name. The inheritance of a good name. Say a good name. The inheritance of an excellent name. Let's read some scriptures and see something. Come with me to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 to 6. Glory to God. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2. He has in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things. I'll come here. But he speaks to us by his son by whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person beholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our saints hallelujah and sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high being made so much better than the angels he has by inheritance by all by inheritance, he has obtained a more excellent name than the angels. Hallelujah. This is exciting. By inheritance, the son has obtained a more excellent name. Glory to God. He has obtained a more excellent name. The word name talks about the character, the food deposits of a person hallelujah the food deposits of the nature of a person and he says that he has obtained not just the character of God don't forget in Ephesians chapter 3 I think verse 15 he already says that we are named with the name of God as a family but what is that name say that name it is a more excellent name glory to God hallelujah it is a more excellent name. So should I throw some lights? Looking at the time. As you throw. Look. <laughs> Are you with me? Today, Pastor uh, Shanov is in Thai. Very powerful. See, so, you see, he keeps attracting me to this place. Yeah, he keeps attracting me. Yeah, something has changed. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I don't know why when I preach, I keep going here. I keep going here. And then I realize that is this one. Amen. My God. My God. The Lord, the Lord bless you. You have to run. You have to run. <laughs> so now listen to this. One. Listen to this. He says that he gave him a more excellent name. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. There are only two people who have power or add power to name. Amen. Only two. Only two. If you read the book of Genesis, chapter 2, he says that there are generations of the heavens and generations of the earth that were created. I hear me and when all these were created the generations of the heavens and the generations of the earth god comes and he talks to adam that hey i am taking care of the generations of the heavens to name them you will also take care of the generations of the earth to name them hallelujah so the bible said that and every name that adam gave to whatever was created on the earth so it was hallelujah are you here with me Praise God. And the greatest name that Adam ever gave was the name of the woman. God also named the generations of the heavens. Praise God. He named the generations of the heavens. Because Paul talks about it. He says that for we are set above everything on the earth, under the earth and every name that is named praise God so there is a certain spiritual nomenclature that only God administers I don't know if you understand me praise God there is a certain nomenclature when it comes to issues of the heavens issues that pertain to the supernatural place of humanity in God's heart God takes charge to name. That is why when, anytime God is announcing a destiny, he asks a name. Glory to God. So Jesus is coming and then God says that his name will be Emmanuel. God with us. He comes, they call him Jesus, the Christ. Amen. Praise God. So God had to organize another naming ceremony. Praise God. The first naming ceremony was done by man and then named by man, called in Jesus, the son of man. But the Bible says that when he died and he rose up, God says that this day, I have begotten you. Now I'm going to do a different naming ceremony. So the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2. Let's go there. Philippians chapter 2. My God. Philippians chapter 2. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him. And he has given him. This is talking about after he had become obedient to the death of the cross. It was a new birth for Christ Jesus. And when he was born, the Bible says that now it is not going to be in the power of your father Joseph to name you. It is not going to be in the power of your earthly family to name you. It is not going to be in the power of the people you ministered to to name you. Some called you prophet. Some called you apostle. Some called you rabbi. Some called you healer a physician hallelujah but now i have given birth to you again and i am giving you a name that is above every other name hebrews says he gave him a more excellent name that name is bigger than apostle hallelujah when he was on the earth they called him rabbi but he says that god gave him a more excellent name that means that that name is being compared to another that is named hallelujah a lot of you have limited yourself because of your identity and label but i have come to announce to you in christ jesus you have received a name that is above every name It is not just a name we mention in prayer. It is a name that we are identified with. It is our inheritance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is my inheritance. I have a name. Jesus, his name. You call him the son. The first begotten of the father. Hallelujah. I am a son. Say with me, I am a son. When Christ inherited this name, he did not just inherit a name that could be competed with. He inherited a name that is more excellent, a name that is what? That is more excellent. Hmm. The Greek word "excellent" (diaphoros) actually means surpassing. It also means different. It also means better. It also means superior. Hallelujah so it is a name that is better than every name oh glory so when i call myself a son of god i i i am beyond a bishop (laughs) when i call myself a son of god i have i have gone beyond the prophet people are killing themselves to be called by whatever name but there is a more glorious name that god has put on you and i see i am a son of god Say I am a son of God. Hallelujah. A glorious name. A name that surpasses every name. A name that is different, that is better. A name that is superior. Glory. Hallelujah. There are people who take pride in their name. To the point that sometimes, some of the ladies will not even want to change their name. When their name is more powerful than the name of their husband. They don't want to lose the dignity of that name but there is a greater name that than every other name say i am a son of god you see this should settle in your heart it should bring you comfort hallelujah that when you call yourself a son of god you are not a slave hallelujah when you call yourself a son of god it is the all-encompassing name of god being placed on you hallelujah that is why he said as he is so are you how can you be like him functionally but not be like him by identity how does that work amen hallelujah if you do a little math you know what me what it means to say a is equal to b when you break down all of a then you break down all of B, you will see that the constituents are the same. Isn't it? And if that is sufficient, you know, in mathematics, we call something sufficient and what? <laughs> jo- a geography person. <laughs> sufficient and what? And necessary. Yeah? When, you want to, when you want to make a claim, hallelujah i with me amen because of the sufficient and necessary so when you are making a claim you so you have to first of all be able to establish the sufficiency all right then if you have sufficient evidence that what you are establishing is true then you now have to establish the necessity. Because sometimes things can be sufficient, but it is not necessary. Do you get it? For example, uh, maybe, let's say, let's say imagine, imagine uh, Pastor Francis here, I bought his shoe for him. Do you get it? So it is, I have, uh, maybe I have the receipt. I bought the shoe. So that when you buy people thing, don't have the receipt, keep it. <laughs> so that you can establish sufficiency. Alright, so maybe if I pull out the receipt, and then if the receipt even has a picture, I have established sufficiency that this one I bought it Do You get it. So because of that Necessity could mean that I can reclaim it, but it may not be necessary You understand it. So some sufficiency does not necessarily justify necessity Do you get it? So When we break down A and B, I'm doing math class right now. Praise God. I want you to understand what I'm talking about here. Because you see, if you understand your place as a son of God, you have solved 80% of your problems. I am telling you the truth. Amen. I am telling you the truth. So if you put A here, and you put B here, and you break down all of A, you break down all of B, You assess all the elements, the constituents of A. You assess all of B. And the two are the same or they are equal. You have established sufficiency. It is is sufficient to say that the two are the same. Do you get it? Necessity is when I say that because A is B. Anywhere I see B, I will write A. Hallelujah. That is math. So because A is B, it's like when you are are given a question, you know, if X is equal to 2 and Y is equal to 1. So anywhere you see X, you put what? 2. And anywhere you see Y, you put what? one so if I am able to break down all of A and break down all of B and I see that the two have the same constituents the same elements, then it is sufficient for me to say that now wherever I see B I will put word a so now when God says that his spirit is in us hallelujah his wisdom is in us for who has known the man of the Lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ glory to God his love is in us for god has shed our blood on our heart the love of god by the spirit so we he breaks himself down he breaks us down and the same things are flowing through us it becomes necessary that we also bear his name glory to god so that wherever i see god i can put francis there amen because i have established sufficiency Wherever you see God, you can can put Emmanuel there. Wherever you see God, you can can put Shandov there. Wherever you see Shandov, you can put God there. That is what I am trying to talk about. Is somebody getting the point here? We have inherited an excellent name. Oh, I don't know if you got this. We have inherited an excellent name. We have inherited a powerful name. Glory to God. Hallelujah! We have inherited a powerful name. Let me let, let me be quick. Number two inheritance: We have become the heirs of God, the Father. We have become the heirs of God. Oh glory! We have become the heirs of God. See, I am a heir of God. I am a heir of the Father. You know, there was this song we used to sing in Sunday school. We are his. I've never sang that song before. Of oh, the Father, we are joined with us. If you didn't sing that song in your Sunday school day, I am not sure you are born again. I am not sure. You have, you have to give your life to Jesus once again. <laughs> Hallelujah. You didn't sing song. <laughs> Praise God. You see, some of these songs carried revelation because they were literally from scripture. It is your religion that destroyed your revelation. Says we are heirs of the Father. Does that, that speak to you? We are heirs of the Father. We have inherited God Himself. Oh, what are you fighting for? What are you looking for? <laughs> Praise God. You see, this is the backdrop. This is the background of Paul's bold declarations when he says that I have all and abound. All things are mine. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So somebody will say, why? What kind of crazy declarations are these? What is wrong with this guy? People say, ah, why? Right? Because you're going to pray just two hours. You think you can come and declare everything that you think about? We are heirs of the Father. Praise God. Say, I am a heir of the father. Amen. Say it again, I am a heir of the father. Amen. Now, you see, so we look at the life. The first time God declares himself an inheritance for a people is when he is dealing with the Levites. Amen. You know, the Levites were the priestly tribe out of the 12 tribes of Israel. And when God gave them their lots, their inheritance, interestingly, God didn't divide it into 12. He divided the land into 11. I can imagine what was going through Moses' mind. You know, when you are sharing something, you know that you won't get some. It's like you go to a party and you are sharing food. And they have told you, this food, you are not part. Just share. Not in Ghana. <laughs> so that they even take some and they keep. <laughs> so just in case that thing finishes, they will come back to take their own. Hallelujah. And then look at what God told them. God says, share everything to the 11 tribes. But for you and the tribe of Levi, for the priests, you will have nothing praise God hallelujah you will have what you will have nothing you will not have lands you will not have houses amen it is the same thing you see Peter went to Jesus he said, Ah, Jesus it looks like you deceived us all. <laughs> we have left everything and followed you we are not seeing top you better say something <laughs> hallelujah Praise God. We have left all and followed. So now when I see ministers of God, young ministers like myself, few years of ministry, and they want to own everything, I laugh. I said, ah, how do you read the Bible? The thing is clear. Amen. You it is it is it is it is not a waste of time to even compare yourself. How can you start ministry? You are doing ministry and you are comparing yourself with your friend who is working in industry and making good money. Somebody who is not paying school fees for anybody. Who is not looking after anybody. Somebody that nobody calls for money for hospital. Nobody calls for money for rent. Nobody, all his money are in his account. Sometimes there are some in the account, they have not even touched them for months. But you, you touch your own, you even tear them, you break them into pieces, you, and God will mend them again for you. And you want to compare yourself with such a person? It is foolishness. Hallelujah. There is a mystery behind the work we do. Isn't that the reason why the whole world is going haywire over the prosperity of the servants of God? Amen. Isn't that the proof of the faithfulness of God to the one who is able to live everything? Live everything, gain everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? You see, living everything in the race of life. Okay, let me not go there. Let's go to, let's read some scriptures. Hallelujah. It's left with my... 28 minutes. Amen. Numbers chapter 18, verse 20. Amen. Hallelujah. If if you don't agree with my time, don't come to church with a watch. <laughs> yes, leave it outside. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Numbers 18:20. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, Thou shalt have no inheritance in their land. Hey! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of us want to do the work of God? Bishop Parfait, you are denying the call of God today. But you will raise your hand. Aha, uh-huh, Powerful. Mr. Benji, you want to do the work of God, eh? Powerful. It says, Thou shalt have no inheritance in their land, neither shalt thou have any part among them. Don't say, oh, okay, me, God, you didn't give me anything, but you, I will have my friend to buy something for me, buy some of the land for me, uh, just in case. So Yeah. Wait to trust have, <laughs> <laughs> <Hallelujah>. <laughs> but you, thou shalt have. Hallelujah. But he says, I am your part. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am your path. I am your Lord. And your inheritance among the children of Israel. Me, me, me. I will be your inheritance. Glory to God. If they didn't have revelation, they would be crying. Amen. The God of all the earth has placed himself at your disposal. Amen. Amen. He gives somebody 20 plus, another 30, another 50. Now, he says that right now, you will not have any, but you will have me. Hallelujah. You will not have any, but you you will have me. The gold is mine. The silver is mine. When people are rushing for portions of the gold, don't go with them. You have me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You do what you have me. That is why he says, I will cause them to give to you. I will cause them to give to you. You are a heir of God, you have inherited God. You see, so you should there is a shift in mindset here. You we are not of those that believe that oh God lives in us. No, we have gone past that. God is our possession. Hallelujah. God is my possession. He is the Lord of my inheritance. Oh, my dear What he has is mine because I possess him. Praise God. The inheritance of the firstborn includes God himself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You see, this is this is a shift in your faith you are not living a beggarly life you no know, i told you the last it is only the slaves that beg The sons don't beg they have a, why would the prodigal son go to their father and ask him confidently and the father will not deny him the father will not tell him another time to come praise god when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in the heaven. Give us this day, not tomorrow, not when you are ready, now. Because God is my inheritance. Hallelujah. Because God is my inheritance. Inheritance. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Say, God is my inheritance. Say it again. God is my inheritance. God is my inheritance. 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 Yeah. So if your heavenly father owns everything, then you as his firstborn son has access to the administration of all things. You have access. Hallelujah. I will talk more about the Levite priesthood later on. When I'm talking about the progression of the sons. Hallelujah. When God, who is your heavenly father? That's what I say. Your heavenly father do not seek for things. Your heavenly father knows that you have need of them. Your heavenly father has a record of the things you need. He is at your disposal. I have placed myself at your disposal. You see, so when you enter into prayer, you have not entered into the room of the beggarly. You have entered into the room of rights. Oh, you didn't get it. When you enter into prayer, it is not about if your will, if it is your will, let it be. That when you enter into prayer, it is about you said and I have come for it. You declare and I believe. Hallelujah. You provided, I receive it. Oh my, yeah, da da. There is a shift in your prayer. Glory to God. Some of you are changing levels in the room of prayer. No more begging. Oh God, do this for me. If it is your will, if, if it is your will, show me a sign. The sun is the sign. Hallelujah. The son is the sign. That he has made you a son. It is a sign that all things are yours. And everything is laid at your disposal. Because God himself has become. Your inheritance. Amen. I have God. Not only living inside of me. But for my possession. Amen. Amen. The one that owns the silver and the gold. He is my inheritance. So I am not just seeking for silver. I am seeking for a person. And when I find a person, I will find the silver. I am not just seeking for gold. I am seeking for a person. When I find a person, I will find the gold. Glory to God. I am not just seeking a kingdom. I am seeking a king. When the king shows up, the kingdom comes with him. Glory. Hallelujah. Are you with me here? Are you with me here? Glory to God. In Psalm 16 verse 5 to 11. Wonderful scripture. Let's go there. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. Hallelujah. The inheritance of God is a self-sustaining inheritance. It is not like money put in a bank which depreciates. Hallelujah. We increase with the increase of God. Oh, somebody here with me. We increase with the increase of God. See, the lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. What is that heritage? God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not that we, we declare that scripture. I have a goodly heritage, and you are thinking about a car. I have a goodly heritage. No, you, good, what is the, the goodly heritage is God Himself. Because the previous verse says it. Go back to the verse 5. It says what? The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. The Lord is the portion. It's not eh, the portion of my heritage. The Lord is mine. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord is my portion. You see, we sing these songs. Sometimes you see, one of the ways you see the revelation of level of people is the kind of songs they sing. Amen. Those that gave us these songs were were they were operating in a certain dimension of understanding, but unfortunately, over the years, we have turned those songs into entertainment systems, casting pearls before swine. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Say, the Lord is my portion. He is my heritage. Thou maintainest my Lord. Verse And because of that, the lions have fallen unto me in pleasant places. Hmm. The lines have fallen onto me. He says, I have a goodly heritage. What is that heritage? It is the heritage of God himself. It is the heritage of the beauty of God. The heritage of the power of God. The heritage of the prosperity of God. The heritage of the fullness of God. For of his fullness have we all received and grace. For grace of his fullness. See, I have carried the fullness of God. Say like you mean it. I carry the fullness of God not half of him not a quarter not three quarters but the fullness because god is your heritage i will bless the lord who has given me counsel my race also instructs me in the night season's aid i have set the lord always before me <laughs> I have set him always before me. Are you hear me? I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. If God is my heritage, it is the source of my stability. Why am I stable? I am not moved by anything that the world shows at me because I have set the Lord before me. Amen. I have set the Lord before me so i am unmovable say i am unmovable it does not matter the economic trends, whether it goes up or it goes down no matter what they say whether corona or no corona lockdown lock up lock me lock within whatever it is i am not moved because i have set the lord before me he is my inheritance it is the kind of inheritance that does not depreciate because of interest rates and interest fluctuations no hallelujah It is an ever increasing inheritance. Amen. An ever increasing what? Inheritance. I have a heritage. Say, I have a heritage. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is your heritage. You have a goodly heritage. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Give me ten. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Look, you come to understand the revelation of Paul. When he says, What shall separate us from the love of God? Hallelujah. And it begins to mention death cannot separate us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah why the foundation the inheritance of the father see I I am a hair see like a minute I am a hair see I am a hair of the father hallelujah and as heads of the father it is intimacy that brings us to that place Heirs of the father are those that are related to god intimacy intimacy we're not talking about intimacy that you work out intimacy that you uh, uh, that is simply a reality that you are conscious of praise the lord a reality that you are conscious of because god has already born you and he has already placed you inside of him you only have to discover it and you only have to be conscious as we grow in our awareness of the intimacy of the relationship that we as sons have with our father so shall we also grow into full maturation of the reality of the sons Because as sons, we must grow. And how do we grow? We grow in intimacy. It is the intimacy that makes us grow. When you catch a revelation of God, your father, it is the pedestal on which you move and advance in your journey of sonship. Hallelujah. Because you see, the realm of the son is the realm of rest. Praise God. The realm of the son is the realm of all. Of rest. And rest is in the place of intimacy. Hallelujah. Rest is in the place of what? Intimacy. When you learn to cultivate intimacy with God, you now begin to grow. Hallelujah. You do what? You begin to grow. You begin to grow. Let me give you one revelation. In the book of Revelation, chapter 14, verse 1, let me just, I'll just chip in this one. Uh, some of these, things I'll, keep, I'll come again to it when I am dealing with the progress of the son. Amen. Don't forget, we talked about the, the firstborn son, and the, the, sorry, we talked about adopted sonship and perfected sonship. So we move from adopted sons into perfected sons. Amen. We move from uh, representatives into what? Into what? Yeah, I know. I know you would forget. Because some of the things, when we see it for the first time, it may not settle until we keep seeing it and saying it. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing. I said that beyond a representation of the sun, we also come into the place of replacement. I must remember that I said that. God. So I don't hold it against you that you forgot. Amen. Yeah. So there is a place of the perfected sons. So you will come there. But let me give you the scripture in Revelation chapter 14, verse 1. And I looked and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written on their foreheads. Look. So a lot of people are talking about 144,000. I'm still thinking about doing a series on eschatology. I'll call it Glorious Eschatology. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that to, to establish a framework of understanding in the household. Because I realize a lot of people are still confused. And they don't even know they are left from their right. But let's just chip in this one. The 144,000 over here is actually an apostolic number. Um, let me break it down. 12 by 12 by 1,000. Okay? 12 by 12 by 1,000. When, when you get there, I'll explain it to you. But it basically means an apostolic household of sons. Hallelujah. An apostolic household of words, Sons. A lot of people don't understand. People are looking for 144,000 to come from wherever, but it's actually God's arrangement, God's nomenclature for the end times to now shift the church from a denominational mentality into an apostolic mentality, where we are no more following after a hierarchical system of authority, but we are following after an established apostolic authority to to to, to connect the hearts of fathers to sons and sons to fathers. Hallelujah. So the 144,000 is talking about an apostolic household of sons. But my my interest here is this, that these 144,000, they carry the name of the father on their forehead. Hallelujah. When the father becomes your inheritance, you carry his seal on your forehead. The word forehead talks about mentality and thinking. So that means that the concept of father has become their mentality and their thinking. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, listen to this. The world will never stop fighting against the church because what God is forming with the church in these last days is so offensive to the very hearts of the devil that has imprisoned them. And we are talking about fathers and sons. The world will accuse the church of man worship. Because at the heart of the children of disobedience is rebellion. And they will never get why people will stand and defend the man or defend the woman. People will follow after the faith of the fathers. They will tell you that you are a fool. Because at the heart of the devil that has imprisoned them and is staying in their heart is rebellion. The seed of rebellion. Hallelujah. The only thing the world will applaud is hierarchy. That is why they never go after denominations. They always go after prophetic and apostolic households. Because they think that these people are fools. But look, let me tell you something. In case you have anybody to answer to, tell them that we are not fools. We carry the same degrees they carry. We carry the same masters they carry. In fact, we beat them even in the classroom. If they come once, right now, we will beat them again. So we are not fools. Praise God. We understand a higher reality. We have a mentality that works us up to a higher order of life. That cannot be lived by them in their misunderstanding and confusion and error of thinking. They can never fathom it. Hallelujah. It will never make sense to them that we give and we receive. It will never make sense to them. Because their mind is weak to understand that mystery. Hallelujah. It will never make sense to them that in our humility and service god will lift us up it can't make sense to them because they are too engrossed in looking for who will give them connection it can never make sense to them hallelujah there is something that god has released to us and we are going this is a journey we are not in a hurry to finish this series are you do you want us to finish we are not in a hurry don't worry i will show you things amen The place of fathers and sons in the 144,000. Watch out. Make sure you don't miss any of the Sundays for the next, from now to maybe the next 10 Sundays. Because one of them I will talk about it. I'm sure by that time I will reach there. Amen. So way, somehow, that means Sanchez matrix is going for like. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Are you learning something? You see, When you, if you are in glory life city church, you don't come to church for a sermon. You come to church for lectures. You come to church for training. You come to church for empowerment. Are you here with me? Yeah, so don't be tired. Don't be tired. I said one day I will do eight hour sermon, eight hour word marathon. Eight hours. If it, if it is eight hours, that means that we have agreed it is eight hours. But the Holy Spirit can go 10 or 12. Praise God. His ways are not our ways. Neither his what? His thoughts, are our thoughts. But at least the standard is this: God's ways are higher. So if you want to go 12, God can go 14. <laughs> isn't that the standard? It isn't his ways are lower. His ways are what? Higher. You go 12, you go 14. You go 14, maybe you go 18. Amen. So if you want God to go 8, you attend 5. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So they carry the seal of the father. The name of the father is on their foreheads. At some point, I will talk about fatherhood and sonship. There are some sons who are ashamed to call somebody their father because they think that he's young. Because they think that, oh, he doesn't have anything to be proud of. Hallelujah. That's it. the name was right here. (laughs) Amen. It was not on their lips. It was on their forehead. There was so much representation that they did not need to say who or from whom they came from. Hallelujah. Look, if people are so confused about your identity, that means that you are not a son to anybody yet. If, people are, if you still have to convince people, oh my my father, They're, ah, really? Oh, I never knew. They never knew. <laughs> you never were. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You never were. Praise God. Number three, is it number three or number four? Number three, we are heads of salvation. Quick one, heads of what? Salvation. In Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So we are heirs of salvation. You should understand that our total salvation includes our redemption. Includes our justification. Includes our sanctification. Includes our glorification. And it also incorporates past, present and future elements. And incorporates our spirit, soul and body. It is total spiritual body, past, present, future. It is total. Hallelujah. So you have become the Heirs of salvation. That means that everything that God plans in your salvation package, it is available to you. Amen. Everything that God has determined in your salvation package, it is available to you. You should understand. Your spirit is regenerated your soul is renewed your body is made incorruptible it is called total salvation hallelujah total salvation total salvation glory to god
0: apostle francis will be right back we hope you're enjoying this message we would love to have you fellowship with us you can locate us at the Shalom Motors Jansh in Leshebi of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for our Sunday Glory Celebration Service at 8 a.m. and our prayer line service at 5.30 p.m. Welcome back to the message.
1: Hallelujah. There is a spirit in you that best witness. You should be able to discern yourself. Glory to God the supply of this. Don't forget this, this is a great, this is a massive, mind-blowing revelation. Anytime you, you are going for an interview, you are going to write an exam, say, hey I didn't learn anything. Holy Spirit, you know all things, well I have an unction from the Holy One, and I know all things. Kabbalah Dehash. I have an unction from the Holy One, and I know all things, begin to engage the supplier engage the supply the bowels of my spirit are open the pathways of my spirit are open in the name of Jesus let divine ideas rush into my spirit let divine answers rush into my mind Holy Ghost brood over my mind bring me understanding listen to something there is something called subconscious when I when I learned these things eh, in it's, it's, it's not magic it is a realm of living. You must keep working yourself, keep pushing yourself, keep pushing. I remember. I'm sure maybe um, Professor Oseni will remember. On count those days, those days I, I always have movies. I have all the latest movies. See? So my testimony with learning is said that if you don't handle it by faith, it may have a problem on you. You have to handle it by faith and wisdom. I am not saying you don't learn, don't be serious, but I'm giving you a help. And the reality, the reality is that it is more difficult this way. Amen. It is what? Look, there is never a time I have written exams and I have come in and I know I did well. When you write by faith, you walk out, you only believe that you did well. People are discussing ourselves. I never partake in those meetings, discussing ourselves. I won't come, I, won't, I don't want you to destroy my faith. I need to keep my faith until the results come out. I don't, I won't, they'll they be calling me. This is what they do, right? I don't remember. <laughs> Look, all because one day I was in my chair and then I was listening to uh, Reverend Kenneth Copeland and he talked about First John 2. 20. That thing was, that was, that was, see, that's why you have to get Rima Drive. I was not in the meeting. I was watching it on, on TV. Hallelujah. And it was not, it was not a recent sermon. See, there is something with Rima Drive. It's stores Anointing. This was a sermon of the early 2000s that I was listening. And he said, when he had the revelation of 1 John 2.20, Ever since then he never forgets anything I say, "Oh, wow it's okay me too i will never forget hallelujah i will never forget so i will meditate on that word meditate on that word. first john chapter 2 verse 20 but you have an unction from the holy one and you know all things now, i didn't want my mind to distract me no question how can somebody know everything you know nobody is perfect nobody i agree with you but i don't accept it i will not push it on you but i will not put it on myself I don't owe you any apology for putting certain standards that are beyond you on my own self. Do you agree with me? I don't owe you any apology. You can say, oh, nobody is perfect. I don't owe you an apology to expect perfection from me. I may not expect it from you because you live by a certain mindset. You know, Papa, you know that we are all humans. Okay. Hallelujah. So I will not expect it from you. But I will expect it from myself that I am God and I am a child of the Most High. And I am not a man. You get it? I accepted it. So okay. My God. Then i started meditating, brooding, meditating, again. hallelujah. Until the very first time, I am talking about somewhere 2004, uh, uh, day. And then, now the first time I heard the word subconscious. What is subconscious? Then I went, I was fishing for books, and I started reading about sub- the power of the subconscious. I forgot who wrote it, but the power of the subconscious mind. And I really understood the subconscious that it is a part of your mind that sees everything that you're not looking at. Ooh. And it stores them and there's even a movie that will smith start in uh i don't know if i've watched it before and he used that same concept to to swindle some guy By creating a lot of images around the person. So the person was just moving and everything is around with a particular image 55. 55, how many of us have seen that? 55. He was programming the subconscious of the person. So now, when the person had to make a choice, he now switched into the subconscious. uh, He he now switched into the conscious. As soon as he saw 55, he said, Ah, no, this this number connects with me. It's not connection, it is a programming. (laughs) Look at something. So I understood that, oh, okay. Then I remember, one day I was on the bed. One night, you know, when you go to school, some of you go to your 2C or are students, we went to school as pastors. I remember sometimes I would go to the village to go and preach, do dumb, dumb broadcasts. I don't know if it was, we, we pick car, drive our one hour outside campus to go and do dumb broadcasts, and then still come back by 6.30. So you can imagine when we leave campus. Hallelujah. And then I remember one day, whilst I got out of the bus, my friends were coming out of the lecture room. Mid semester, they are finished. uh, How many of them? are so uh, the guy says 20, 20. So he's left with 80. To get A is 70. Okay. A is still there. I didn't bother people. So go and see their tea. I didn't go and see anybody. 80, oh, 80, I can do it. 80 I can get. I got a chip. Hallelujah. No, so when I got that in, one day in, I remember very well. You know, the, some, we didn't also have money on campus, oh. So sometimes, when people say we're not serious, it's not like we're not serious like that. We didn't have handouts, not because we didn't want it. We didn't have money to buy. Yeah, the Lord was my inheritance. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, sometimes, see, we have to wait for people who own handouts to learn, finish. They will go and take it. And sometimes you have to go ahead and stand on them. Sometimes they are learning you when know, you are also watching a movie, waiting for them to finish and take the thing. When people come, they will say, oh, this guy is not serious. They don't know. They don't know what we are doing. It's a transaction. I am waiting. I don't want to allow this guy to rest. If he rests and says, well, I will learn how done, That means that I'm not going to get a thing. So, I will sit there with him. So, you learn, I'm watching a movie with earpiece. Watching two hours, you will finish. So that I can get handouts in the evening. And I was, one, I, one, I was confused. I had this handout. And then I was on the bed. Hey, tomorrow morning it says Hums. And then I remembered First John 2.20. And I remembered the power of the subconscious. Okay. If I can see what is written, I will remember it. So I just sat down. I remember. Somebody asked me a question. Whether it was best out said, ah, somebody. They said, wait, wait. We didn't want to know. I said it. All I I need to see is open. I just need to be conscious that I'm seeing something. I don't understand it. I just want to see. The the questions have been worked. They are there. The the answers are there. Step one, step. I don't need to understand. If I can remember it, I'll write the same thing. So i just like that. I was done. And I went to give the notes. I didn't want to confuse myself. I want to give the notes. And I slept the following morning. Subconscious. 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 (laughs) Ha! That was the shortest exams I ever did. (laughs) Shortest. I didn't think. and it was it was supernatural. I will I will read the question. The man told us everything will come from the handout. I will will read the question and like as if I'm meditating, then I remember. and, And I don't, at the last time I wanted for somebody to come and cross me. Because I'm trying to picture something. If you cross me, it will interrupt the picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> man of God. the following semester, the man came. Who is Francis Hanoff? Yes. And is it when you are in a class where nobody knows you, no lecturer knows you? <laughs> are you in my class? So, I say, yes, sir. Have you been coming? say, yes, sir. Everything is yes. Okay, come and work this one. It's okay, no problem. Man, I have to, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody should move, nobody should talk. If you talk, then let's wait. <laughs> then, shim, 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 shim. By the time I finish the whole class, the said, ah, so you, you are in my class, I don't know you. Apparently, I got the highest mark. Subconscious, is, ah, I, like listen. Like listen. Like so, you see, but I got a revelation. The import of what I'm saying is this that I I have pushed myself to the edge. I could have failed, though. So, don't think that, oh, Papa, this, Papa seems to have gotten things easy. Okay, do it and see. <laughs> I could have failed. Still, I didn't know anything. I was just writing what I remember. So I'll just write and then I'll stop. I don't remember anything again. If you tell me to explain the calculations, I don't know anything. Amen. But it was a faith action that I believe. If I have seen it, I can remember it. The Spirit of God supplies a certain energy into my mind to recollect with speed. I can't believe in it. There is no way I could have known it is working until I tried it and I could only try with my hands So that is the feat I'm talking about. I could only try with my, my certificate. I didn't try it with, you know, you know what you want to, uh, me, me, what do you call it? Memorize. John 10, 30, I have my father, I want. John 10, 30, I, 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 know that's not what I was doing. The only way I could know was to put it to work. Not intentionally. Occasion okay, saved me. That's why when you listen to my testimony, I when to come to school and I'm advising you, you have to put your spirits in operation. Amen. It wasn't intentional, occasion saved me, hallelujah. Praise God. And finally, we are heirs of eternal life. We are heirs of eternal life we are heirs of eternal life eternal life we understand does not simply relate to an unending life but a life characterized by qualities Of the realm of the eternal full and abundant life one that is characteristic of God himself look at what the Bible says in Titus chapter 3 verse 7 that being justified by his grace we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life we are justified by his grace so that we can inherit eternal life John chapter 10 verse 10 what is this eternal life the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy but I am come that they might have life and have that more abundantly. Hallelujah. Say, I am a heir of eternal life. Eternal life is part of our inheritance in Christ. The inheritance of the firstborn sons of God. Eternal life. In itself, it is incorruptible. Hallelujah. It is an abundant life. Amen. A life without an end. Glory to God. Is somebody blessed today? Slap your hands together and jump onto your feet.
0: Eh? I hope you've been blessed by this message. For more information, visit our website at www.glorylifecity.church and connect with us on social media at Glory Life City Church. Contact us on 266 or 054-984-6235.